Hey beautiful, this is Tara. Welcome to the Midlife Wake Up, the podcast where we have conversations about creating change in our lives, one wake up call at a time. Because there comes a time in everyone's life when you question what it's all about, how you're living, and who you've become. Life is precious and it goes by quickly. So let's make sure we're really living true to ourselves and creating exactly what we want to experience. It's time to wake up and live. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're joining me. And if you're joining me for the first time, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm Tara Mana, an abundant life and skincare mentor. And through my work, I help women improve their inner and outer relationship with themselves. I offer online programs that guide you and support you on your journey in becoming the woman you want to be, and also how to create gorgeous, radiant skin for yourself. So be sure to check out my site, taramana.com, and let's get into this episode. So I'm going to take a deep breath. (laughs) This episode wasn't originally scheduled to be the number two episode. But I felt so compelled to, you know, put it in, interject it to my plan because of an experience that I had just had Friday, and I felt it was really important to discuss, and that was an anxiety attack. And I've had about one or two of these in the past. It's been many years, but it actually stands out the year that I got married. I was planning my wedding and also opening a brand new business. And that was just such an intense amount of things to do and, and stress, and I wasn't internalizing things properly. So anyway, I didn't really know that that's what it was at first. It took me about 12 hours or so to really connect with that and understand that that was what was going on. You know, I felt angry. I felt empty. I felt just completely done trying. I was just having so many heavy emotions. Now, of course, there are people that deal with anxiety constantly. And even, you know, if it's not constantly, it could be a more of a frequent occurrence. And if that's you, I just want to, I just want to recognize you. You know, I see you and I'm just sending you so much love because honestly, the feeling and disconnection I felt was, it was just the absolute worst. In so many ways, I felt like it was a deep dive into a depressed state. I felt like a shell inside of myself, I like I wasn't even there. I didn't even feel right in my body. And I tried to get reconnected and meditate, and that's usually the quickest way for me to really feel connected again. That or dancing it out in my house, but... You know, meditation, it it helps to open up so many pathways inside of ourselves, and it just wasn't working. And I I recognized that this was going on, obviously. I knew there was something wrong. I knew I wasn't feeling right. I knew I was, you know, my mental space was really low. And I finally just pinpointed the fact that, wow, I think actually I'm having an anxiety attack. And it felt like things were just really closing in on me. So I started voicing about how and why it began and what was bothering me and what needed to change. And that began 
the unraveling of the tension. You know, it began to create space and momentum in the direction that I wanted and needed to go. Now, of course, I did that through lots of tears, but still I was able to really go back and, and ask myself, well, how did this start? You know, what caused me to be in this place? And I was in a place of overwhelm and just feeling just like there was just such a mess around me. So, you know, this, the way I was triggered, it, it had a solution, thankfully, and I was able to get over it pretty quickly. But, you know, when we're feeling any type of feeling like anxiety or any kind of dislike, really, but anxiety or stress or, you know, really just anything that isn't working, that provides us with contrast. It shows us contrast. It shows us the opposite of what we want, really. And it gives us the opportunity to see exactly what it is that isn't working. And when you can connect to those feelings and understand, you know, number one, what brought them on? What triggered it? Number two, what needs to change? You know, what needs to change to create a healthy environment and space for yourself? And then for my experience, once I was able to voice through all the tears what it was, and that what I, what I needed and what was the problem, then we could create some momentum to solve it. And I know that this experience is mine and mine alone, and it doesn't necessarily apply to, let's say, everyone that has anxious moments or everyone that has anxiety attack. But, you know, if my experience can help to shed some light for somebody on handling anxiety or handling stress, in, in a way that's healthy and that can give a quick turnaround, then, you know, I'm, I'm really hopeful that that can help somebody. So I'll tell you what it was, and this is a really interesting point to consider too, because I had a great week last week. I launched the podcast. I launched a new website. I launched three new giveaway products on my website, which are the journal prompts to get into alignment with what you want a gorgeous meditation to connect to the highest vision that you hold of yourself, and then my skincare class on three ways to create glowing and gorgeous skin in your skincare regimen. And you can get all those on my website, but I, you know, I did all these big projects and I was excited. You know, I was looking forward to celebrating and I was planning on celebrating on Friday night at the end of the week. And it was a great start to the new year. But I definitely had a lot of tech issues. I had a lot of, you know, things with the, the website and getting everything connected. And, you know, that took away my attention from other things in my life. And this happens, right, when we have certain projects we're working on or we're trying to get something completed. You know, other things can go by the wayside if they require more of our time and focus and our energy. But because I was, you know, really so focused on this project last week and still trying to do so much of my normal, but still letting some things go a little bit more lax in the house, that's, that's part of what created this snowball effect for me. So I also homeschool. <laughs> I homeschool two of my boys and I have a toddler running around. So it, my chaos is a different level of probably, you know, some people's chaos. But anyway, it's, it's good chaos. 
but it's a it's a lot you know there's schooling to do there's a home to run there's food to make there's laundry to do there's household tasks um, and then of course there's my business and you know as we said when you put your attention you know shift your attention to something and something else doesn't get focused on as much like for example for me it was the house then you know that's where things can come out of balance and out of alignment and it's okay you know sometimes we need those ebbs and flows and and there will be that that roller coaster ride if you will where you ha- some certain things require more attention than others at other times but you know for somebody that thrives off of things being really organized and having you know not just a mess and clutter and things that are just everywhere it wasn't really helpful for me and i left i learned a lot from this situation so anyway as i began to really touch on you know what triggered this for me why i was in this 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 really bad state when all i had really planned on doing was to celebrate and to anchor in those feelings and and really enjoy the fact that I did work really hard and um, I was able to launch all the things that I wanted to when I wanted to. I, you know, I shifted into this massive snowball downhill. And when I was able to really connect with that, you know, that was the, the, the door that opened into, okay, so how do we address this, right? How do we fix it? And then how do we also make it so that it doesn't continue to happen or how do we make it so that I can shift and change to allow more support into myself and my life? One of the things was that we, you know, we got to work right away and my husband took over a lot of the stuff with the kids. Now, the majority of the mess in the home was their stuff. They hadn't really been very responsible that week. And, you know, these are also developmental skills of parenting, right? I mean, teaching your kids self-responsibility, the desire to get organized, cleaning up after themselves. These are really important things. But again, this is also a work in progress, right? So my husband took over the stuff with the, the kids, which really helped because I'm with them 100% of the time. And sometimes they need to hear it from somebody else. And he led them from a place of calm instead of myself, who was burnt out, frustrated, still upset, and trying to work through my own energy and get reconnected to my own self. So that was really helpful of him. And I encourage you, if you have a partner, family member, friend, somebody that can come in and help you get back to a place of balance, then you know that's going to be huge for you so that you're able to really work on replenishing yourself and getting yourself back to a state of equilibrium instead of trying to work out from a place of burnout or frustration or or just disconnection really because that that won't get you anywhere and it could trigger you back into that state or you know back into a worse state even quicker so the things that I learned I you know three things I learned from this experience you know the first thing is getting more help now I'm a person who does it all I take on a lot, and it's kind of my normal. So to get me to a place of exhaustion or being frazzled, you know, it takes a lot. I have a strong push-forward energy, and I can be very efficient when I'm focused and have a lot to do, and that's just my normal state. 
I mean, there was this funny example, but one time my son was, you know, fell asleep for a nap. Okay, you know, let's paint the front door. <laughs> and, you know, with if you're a mama or have experience with children, you never know how long the nap is. It could be 20 minutes. It could be three hours. But, you know, for me, I was just, okay, let's jam this out. So that's, it's a kind of a funny example, but I know other people might, oh, let's do that on the weekend and let's make sure everything's taped off and let's, you know, do the step by step by step and, you know, have it take a couple hours. And I just kind of, I'm one of those people that just jams things out kind of fast. Um, so anyway, back to this other story. So, you know, when I have, when I, I have this energy, but boundaries in this area are a huge thing to stay consistent with because... I have this energy. I have to be more careful about creating boundaries where I won't get burnt out or angry or anxious or passive aggressive with my life. So that's also something that I have to be self-responsible for and creating boundaries and say, okay, this is something I can get help with. This is something I need to do myself. This is something that I need to work on, you know, with my parenting and I'm getting my own children to be self-responsible for putting their things away consistently. So those are a few examples. Um, another example is that last year I hired a house cleaner because I just couldn't fit it in. And honestly, I really didn't want to. But I, I didn't also want our family working for hours and hours on the weekends to get our house clean. And that's, you know, that's the time I want us to be spending time together. And I was also finding myself feeling a little passive aggressive about it because I am somebody that works at home. I have my boys at home. And because we were at home all the time, it was like, okay, I just need to get this going in my head. And it it just wasn't helpful for any of us. So, you know, hiring help or getting help in some way, sharing more responsibilities, it's extremely important. And I'm still trying to work on this habit, and there's so many aspects of our lives that can benefit from this habit, from asking for help and for also creating boundaries around it. So for example, like with meals, meal planning and prepping. So I'm trying to still work on this one, and what I really want to do is hire somebody to do it for me, but I've also shifted to making more simple things that don't require tons of prep. Um, like a one-pan dinner or roasting veggies and grilling a protein and making it clean, healthy, but still less on the steps. And on nights that I don't really feel like doing any of that, I'm going to create more opportunities for us to get food out that I will not feel guilty about, that are healthy options, because also when you grab something quick or you grab something and it's really not that great, you're going to feel guilty and upset about about that later with yourself. So it's really important to support yourself in the situations where you feel good about what it is that you're doing. So creating more simplicity, getting more help, making sure that you're creating boundaries that are supportive for yourself, whatever those boundaries should be in place for you. So for me, it's not overdoing it. It's not doing too much, even though that's my natural state, it's important for me to ask for more help and get more help. All right, so the second thing was to voice your feelings and get to the root. So, you know, 
I talked a little bit about contrast earlier and the intense the intensity of this contrast you know what is it showing you well it's showing you what's not working it's showing you what what's triggering you in a negative way it's showing you maybe even the opposite on the pendulum of what it is that you want how you want to act how you want to be how you want to feel and from this contrast we can create a lot of wisdom for ourselves and we can get that simple answer like gosh you know this is completely not what I want or this is completely overwhelming or this situation is completely stressful and then you you can ask yourself well is it worth it right so whatever I'm putting myself through right now is it worth my reaction in this way is it worth me to be so exhausted and depleted? Is it worth me to be suffering like this? And I, I, would, I would say that the answer would always be no, because there's always a better way. There's always a way that we can do it in a more supportive way for ourselves. And there is nothing worth your peace, your sanity, your ability to function well, and that feeling of home within yourself. There's nothing that is worth risking any of those things. Because when we aren't stable and feeling peaceful and feeling sanity and feeling well within ourselves, there is absolutely no way that we can show up in our most highest and best to other people or to our jobs or to other other places in our life. There's just no way. We won't be whole and complete. We won't feel completely full. We won't be able to show up with the same love and heart and energy. So it's, you know, 100% has to, 100% not worth it to risk any of that. You need to ask yourself, you know, what needs to shift and change? Because ultimately, we all have our own levels of capacity or being full and done. And this contrast shows up in our lives to give us that extreme, right? It shows us the extreme of what we don't want. So when we feel like there's nothing that can shift or change or budge, then there's something I feel like you're not seeing yet. So there's always an answer. And I feel like, okay, when we think about our schedules. Most of us run very busy lives, some of us more busy than others. And when we say, nope, nothing can, nothing can, nothing can be done. Nothing can be changed. Nothing can be budged. Well, there might be something that you're not either allowing to be more simple, or there might be something that you're not creating a healthier boundary for. So maybe there's just something that you're not seeing yet that you can simplify or that you can ask for better help with or that you can share responsibilities more with, there's something there that can be done to help you create more peace and better, better sanity and more simplification. So, you know, going back, it's, it's voicing your feelings about a certain situation that's causing you stress or causing you anxiety, and it's getting to the root of that problem. You know, what exactly is it? So for me this week, it was there was just such a mess. I was so behind. I didn't feel well at all in my body. 
and I wasn't feeling supported in lots of different areas of my life. I even tried to get a special dinner that was a sushi. I tried to get sushi and I called like three different places and none of them were available. Everybody must have been just having a great dinner that night because none of it. So then it was like another addition to my snowball where I didn't feel supported. It's a little silly, but it just, again, when you're in a state like that, you can get really triggered. So making sure that you're also seeing, okay, I want to be supported and I want to be supported in a certain way. How can I be supported in that way that's going to keep me healthy and well? So another example, and this can apply to myself as well, is that, you know, getting some more support in in your home or your life, like hiring somebody to come and help you for 10 hours a week, whether it's walking your dog or chopping veggies, cleaning your house or picking up and keeping things organized. You know, there is something that you can outsource. There's some either professional or high school student or someone that can come and help and sit down with your child and do homework or something that can help support you in a way where you can maybe take a step back in something that you don't have to do every single week or every single time. And especially when the weeks are more intense. So, you know, think about what, what it is that you could potentially outsource. And this is something, you know, this is coming from the queen of I can do it all. But we don't have to, even though we can. And I know that this is an awareness that a lot of us have, but it's actually putting it into practice that may be a little bit more challenging because it's just in the nature to just do it all. It's just in our nature. And it doesn't mean that we should. And it usually means that we shouldn't because that's where we get overworked, burnt out, overstressed, and then all of these emotions get pent up in our bodies and we have things like health issues or we get sick or we just are so frazzled we can't think, we have anxiety, we lash out. Um, And I know that that's not the way I want to show up as in my life. And, you know, this is these are really good wake-up calls. Our emotions are telling us something. The way that we feel about things are a direct message to us to change something and to make something more smooth or easy or simplified. So, you know, letting go of the things that aren't necessary for you to do, and that's a difficult process, but once you do it, I, I know that this is from my experience as well, once you do it, it just, it feels like a like a breath of fresh air, like you can actually breathe a little bit, a little bit deeper and a little bit more ease with more ease. So these are just some ideas and examples, you know, to hopefully help you. But also I'm talking to myself because there's always an answer somewhere in the problem. You know, there's always, there's always something there that we can either learn or become more aware of. And it's being open-minded to do it differently and also allowing yourself to just not do it all because we don't have to. And the third thing is prioritizing your wellness. Now, my go-to is meditation and yoga and journaling, dancing, movement of that kind, also being out in nature. Um, That's especially good because I'm a mama and I have my children all the time, so it's really helpful for them to stay connected as well. But I'm adding in also weightlifting and some different cardio this year. But when I'm heavily meditated, I'm in a totally different space. I'm a totally different person with a completely higher level of calm 
and ease, and I can approach stress in a much more clear and capable way. Now, I know this is a fact, but I still have struggled to create this habit for myself because the way that it's been since becoming a mother, which has been almost 10 years now, is that you know my day begins and it just doesn't stop. And I've, I've worked in habits of meditating and worked in habits of yoga, and this is just my personal struggle with having my children be able to do things on their own. Um, but we all have our personal struggles. And so I'm sharing that with you because I'm coming from a place of not having it all figured out. I still am working on creating my own really strong habits, but I know that when I'm doing it, and that's just really obvious, when we're doing it, we are much more capable of handling everything that life throws at us in a much different way. You know, we're not as stressed. We have a lot more ease. We have a lot more ability to think about multiple solutions. So making sure that if you haven't done this yet, prioritizing your wellness is a huge factor in creating space for yourself. And, you know, like I said, throughout this podcast, I'm also talking about myself. You know, this is the, these are the things that that my anxiety attack taught me. For some people, you know, keeping their wellness and fitness as a priority, it's just second nature, and I highly respect that. Um, but like I said, for years, it hasn't been a priority because my young children would climb all over me, and it actually frustrated me more and caused me more stress. <laughs> and so I pretty much had to let it go or find different opportunities when they were when they were relaxing or when they were really engaged with something but it never would last long and it just it caused a lot more frustration so now that they're a little bit older i have some more leeway and i can add that back in in a much more healthy space so if you're a person who knows the adage don't sacrifice your workout but then you don't do it anyway like myself then I really implore you to make it a priority, just like eating and sleeping and hydrating with water. Because when we do, and we know all the benefits, like a healthier body, more endorphins to keep you feeling happier and more positive, a better lifespan, all the things. But when you do, you're honoring yourself in a completely new way. So instead of you know, looking at it like, okay, I have to get this in my schedule. I have to get it, you know, planned in or scheduled in. You could look at it from a place of this is about self-care. This is about honoring myself. This is about creating space for myself, not only to be a healthier version of myself, but to also allow myself to show up as the best version of me in my life, for my relationships, for everyone around me, and for my entire, my entire self, everything I touch. When you're honoring yourself in this way, you're taking your, your self-care to a whole new level. And I guarantee you're going to show up for yourself and your life and everyone in it in a completely new way that is better, it's more grounded, and more positive. And that, that is immeasurable. Now, a big focus of this podcast is becoming the person we want to be. And when we are grounded in our needs, taking ultimate care of ourselves, voicing it when we need help, and finding ways to create more ease in our lives, you know, then we can create some major shifts from living in that fight or flight response. You know, we're not in that space anymore. We're creating so much huge transformation in our lives from a foundational 
point of view because we're no longer feeling drained and feeling like it's Groundhog Day or just feeling plain spent. You know, we're really coming from a much more healed place. And you deserve an amazing life. You are worth everything that you want. And you can create time and space to find ways that contribute to your overall happiness, your well-being, and your peace. If this episode helped you in any way, I would love to hear about it and if you're making any changes. And of course, you can share it with anyone that you think could benefit as well. I did mention that I made some meditation and journal prompts earlier in the podcast. And, you know, it's funny that I created this, but then I had such a hard time with this anxiety attack this week. So it's really interesting to look at as people, we can have these pendulum swings and it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that we're bad. It doesn't mean that we're not completely whole. It means that we are just a human going through a lot in our lives, going through a lot of emotions and, you know, but we can process them. We can process them up and out of our bodies so that we can feel more healed and grounded. We can learn lessons from them. And, you know, these were the lessons that I learned. And I hope that it's impacted you in some positive way. Um, But if you are interested in getting those meditation and journal prompts to connect to the person that you want to be and also take take a little bit of an analysis as to where you are currently in your life and where you want to go, then please visit TaraManna.com and TaraManna.com forward slash podcast to get that and the meditation. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will see you here next week. Thanks so much for being here. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. It means a lot to me and your review helps me reach more people to have more of these important conversations. So thank you for your time doing that. And also, are you an insider yet? Make sure to sign up at TaraManna.com to get my free meditation, Connecting with Your Self-Vision. I hope today's wake up impacted you in a way that can benefit your life. This is your life and it's meant to be lived your way. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.